This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges, from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi. Hello and welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for both men and women alike. And we also feature guests who share their passion and commitment to the profession or talents. So my name is Mimi, your host for today. And here at Samutsari, we share stories to inspire you, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And in today's episode, I'm so excited. Um, we have a guest from Winnipeg, all over the other side of the world. And um, her name is Donna Natividad Arenas. Hi, Donna. Welcome and greet Hi. the audience, the viewers. Yes, hello Mimi. Good evening and or good day. Because iba-iba tayo ng time. And thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so thankful. I'm the one who says thank you to you for giving me time. Because I know it was a bit tricky organizing our um, you know, session for today, our conversation because of the time difference. I'm uh, on the other side of the world, down under, and you are over the flip side. Manitoba <laughs> is so far. Yes, I, I, it's, I it's, you're so far from everyone else where you are. <laughs> well, actually, it's uh, around 8 p.m. Uh, yeah. tonight, dito, so medyo outdoor. As you see, it's still maliwanag pa. Because yeah. if, it, if it's summertime, Usually, the sun sets here at around 9 p.m. Would you believe? Ah, Kaya ngayon, ah. medyo magpo-fall mo. <laughs> we still yeah. have a little bit of uh, daylight. Yeah. So, we are different because you're starting to move into fall. We've just started spring. So, we've just finished our winter oh, season. Wow. And now, it's slowly, the sun is slowly coming up. And there are occasional spring showers. So, we're moving our way towards the last few months um, coming into summer in December. So, in your case... You will be white as snow and as cold as 
Antarctica. <laughs> Come this December, I think. <laughs> Donna, I'd like to introduce you uh, formally to our viewers today because they might be asking me why did I invite you as a guest. So um, Donna is married with two kids and I, I knew that those kids were really little when you started sharing um, you know what they're doing on Facebook but now you can tell later on you will tell me a little bit about how old they are and what they've been up to and Donna is a radio announcer in a Filipino morning show in a multilingual radio station in Winnipeg Manitoba Canada 16 years in Canada previously part of the investigative shows in the Philippines also she's uh, into community organizing Oh, our passion Donna community organizing and she's also um, experienced as a part-time voice dubber in ABS-CBN at the height of the Mexican soap series or telenovelas in the early 2000s. So I can say that Donna, you have followed through your passion and career in communication and broadcasting. <laughs> You've taken that to the next level as you brought your skills to Canada. So I don't know where to start. I want to ask you a lot of questions, but uh, Maybe we'll, let's start with you deciding to move to Canada 16 years ago. So, um, can you give our audience, uh, our viewers, a little bit of um, a short history as to what was the impetus or what was the reason why you decided to leave your homeland and uh, move to another country and settle there for good? Yeah, it was actually 2004, Mimi. Um, I was actually working in a media company in an investigative uh, TV program and you know when you're growing old parang and then you learn that Canada is opening its doors to immigrants so parang it's not more of I want a greener pasture eh. hindi pa yun eh. but it it was maybe because I wanted to to do some adventure parang ganon I wanted to try another land kasi alam mo naman, when if you're a graduate of of, a, of state university, pareho tayong UPLB. Parang ang mindset mo, parang it's a little bit awkward na lumabas ka ng bansa. Like, it, was, it wasn't really my plan to go out of the Philippines because I've always wanted to, you know, maging part tayo ng pag-serve sa people, sabi nga. But then, you know, there's this part of your life na parang siguro you have accomplished something na and at least you've done a little, a little bit of contribution. To your, to your community and neighborhood. So, I decided to go to Canada, well, to try it here. And then I was just so blessed because when I when I when I tried to do my application, my my tatay was wasn't actually supportive of the idea of me leaving. Because ngano malam mo naman tayo ayon nila nung parang um, I was by, I was by myself then. Like ako lang magisa, I was still single. So hinanap niyo yung cousin ko who happened to be in Winnipeg. So ayon, so I started it all. So I was interested in applying, and it was just so blessed because when I came in here, they have um, a multilingual radio station, which actually I already researched about. I actually inquired about the station before I even stepped foot in Winnipeg. But then they were telling me, "Oh, you just you just inquire when you come here." So, kunyari, I arrived Friday, so Monday. I, I asked my cousin to take me to the radio station and I told him, you know, I already submitted my resume, but then they told me to just come in person. So right there and then, Mimi, believe it or not, they were looking for a female radio announcer because the the previous 
announcer just left like a few months before and they've been looking for someone so it was it was really providential like i was in the right time and the right place mm-hmm. so everything happened so fast yeah so it all started my my career in radio so alam mo naman because Mimi and I were together po in um, broadcasting. Alam mo naman, we we had we shared the same interest, and I was so blessed because this is the only work I know <laughs> in my life. Because after after graduation, I was I was into gusto ko mga ganon talagang classing work. Or although I was also involved in community organizing, mm. um, this is something that. I never get tired of doing. Alam mo yon, parang if it's a passion of yours. It's not about money, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, Donna, so, so parang ganon. Yeah, I want you to explain to our viewers the actual show that you handle right now. What kind of a program is it, and how does it help the community? Uh, what, what was the focus of the program? Mm-hmm. So the show is called Good Morning Philippines. It is the daily show. Monday, I actually wake up at. Four in the morning because the show starts at 5:30, so it's f- from 5:30 to 9, and um, it's actually a variety show, mostly news, current uh-huh. events. So we also tackle news not only from the Philippines but also around the world. So we're updated <laughs> so the yeah. current events. Of course, variety, so it has entertainment. And but the only but the best thing about it is, alam mo kasi Winnipeg has a very large uh, Filipino community. So parang the ra- the radio program serves as a binding um you know binding thing that unites yeah. people. Yeah. So a lot of people listen to it like uh, Winnipeg is home to around 70,000 Filipinos and dami no. Mm-hmm. So I would say siguro as as years go by, pwede na babawasan, pwede na dadagdagan yung listeners, but then the thing is nag nag adapt din siya. So now we're also streaming live around the world. Like before, they were telling us na it's very hard to get news from the Philippines kasi alam mo na, backward pen technology. And CKJS 810 Radio has been uh, around for 40 years. Wow. Like four decades. So you're <laughs> and almost just... there for uh, no, uh, a significant amount yeah. of time um, with yeah. the station now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, You've grown with the station. Kumbaga, di ba? <laughs> So you can consider and you know every, every day. Yeah, go ahead, Donna. Yeah. No, I'm am just saying that every day is is a learning experience for me. Like I I wouldn't say that I'm really like an expert, pero kasi you know nag-evolve din naman yung mga listeners. Alam mo na nag-iiba rin yung mga tao. Sometimes they like this, and nagbabago rin. And some of our listeners before namatay na rin. Mm-hmm. Alam mo 'yon. So you you always have to adapt because it's not always positive. Like I gain a lot of friends. I love the I love having a lot of friends, meeting a lot of people who eventually naging parang family ko na rin. But then it's not always fun. Sometimes you also have critics, de ba yung ganon. But then you just learn to to accept it, and this is something that that really that is really worth uh, waking up to. Parang yes. you know. Although miss nakapagod, but then yeah, it's the reward is every time you hear people say, "Oh, we're listening to you, and we learn a lot of things from yeah. from the program." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. So I think Donna, it, it, this is quite interesting because 
I pivoted my career after, you know, uni when we finished. Yeah, at part-time, I was in radio also doing broadcast work. And then I decided to pursue postgraduate studies and I was full-time teaching. And then my family decided to migrate, so I had to pivot my career again. I, I went into a totally different job. And now I moved to another country. I'm now in another job. So it's only now that I'm... But now you're... But no you're doing podcast yes, and you're so, even more high-tech than me <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm trying to kind of go back to my roots you know of, of communicating so i found this as a very um uh, in the timing of an opportunity to be able to go back because obviously it's very difficult for me to be like you associated with you know a bigger network uh with with um with a set kind of like an audience or geographical area where you can uh really cater to the needs, uh, information needs, and entertainment needs of the community that, that you serve. So uh, let's go back to your role, because sometimes on Facebook, because we're Facebook friends as well, I see that you also host local events, um, that you get to meet celebrities uh -huh. when they go to your area. So you consider yourself a local celebrity as well. So I want to know, <laughs> I want to know how you're, you think you are influencing the community to really promote the Filipino culture, the Filipino spirit, or do you ever think that um, there's an inner, what do you call that, inner tension? Because you want to obviously assimilate into the new culture, and then you're still mm -hmm. insisting on on your, you know, the, the values and the things that you hold dear to you based on your cultural background. How is it like navigating that tension, moving between, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a Canadian now. And I work for a Filipino culture group. Yeah, I think it's. I believe it's. It's um. You know, blending, merging both worlds because we have the best of both both worlds. I always say that. And Mimi, by the way, before I answer that, gusto ko lang sabihan, you're doing good. You know, I've always believed in you, and you, it's always in you, and it will never. It will never be. Uh, so anyway, um, you know that's the best thing about being in this job, Mimi, because ever since no pagdating ko dito, I've always wanted my voice to be an instrument, to be, yung parabang, I think this is my mission in this world. Like, at the same time, this is my passion to talk, but being able to be part of a community that that is like, parang here in Canada kasi, I don't know, uh, if it's the same in the U.S. or in, in Australia or in other parts of the world. But the most important uh, thing here is they they accept and value multiculturalism. So, alam mo yan, in terms of um, promoting culture, her heritage, we, we have a lot of um, activities that promote our, our culture and tradition. And that is something that we're very proud of. Although I know in other Filipino communities in other countries like Australia and US, they also have that. But siguro it's because Canada is also like, they, they give funds. Alam mo yun, pinopondohan pa nila yung mga, right. um, mga ganun activities, di ba? So we also have a lot of um, cultural activities here na wherein we can, we can show off our tradition and culture. And so it's something that I really like. Kasi alam mo na, I, I always... I always um, set my mind, and I, I always want my, myself to be involved with 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 those things. Na parang kahit umalis ako, 
I don't want to leave that. And that's something that I want to pass on to my children. That's right. And if I can, yeah, and if I can influence other people, just merely by, you know, reminding you that, you know, kahit nasa ibang bansa tayo, kahit magkulay tayo ng hair, Pinoy pa rin tayo, and it's something to be proud of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was also um, watching some videos where in a remote island somewhere in Eastern Europe, <laughs> there's still a good solid Filipino group in that area. So wherever you go around the world, there will always be that Filipino spirit thriving our lives in, in that particular area. Yeah. So Donna, let's go back to your um, so to your personal life because I mentioned earlier oh, this okay. is this is a mix of of you know getting to know you, your profession, what you really love about, and of course family is one of them. You went to Canada as a single person, so I would assume that you met your husband there, who is also a Filipino. <laughs> and um, and then um, because uh, you did not have a family in the Philippines, I don't think you. Yeah had the opportunity to experience life with yayas, life with with extra help around the house. And then you have to bring mm -hmm. up your children uh, yeah. with your husband on your own there. So what was it yeah. like juggling your time as a mom with younger children and your profession without any extra support that should have been available if you had been in the Philippines? So how was it like for you adjusting <laughs> to that kind of life? Yeah. Well, actually, Mimi, to be honest with you, to raise a family, to have kids in a foreign land, like maybe it was your experience also, having small kids and then finding the right daycare for them is always a struggle, right? So what I did, we were lucky also that we're able to sometimes, you know, um, invite our moms, like my husband's mom or my mom, for the, for the span of maybe 15 years, they've been in and out of Canada helping us um, take care of our children. That's Unfortunately, right. my mom is now permanent resident also. Although, kasi medyo mahinarap na, so we're still working on my, my mom-in-law. But the thing is, hindi rin naman ako na-used to kasi sa Philippines with with a lot of help. Because, mm. alam mo naman, simple lang din naman yung buhay namin. And I've always, I've always learned how to be independent. But the thing is, it's totally different when you raise your own family from sa ibang bansa because you don't have relatives, you don't uh -huh. have mga titos and titas so pag wala mag-aalaga, di ba? But then, the thing is, yeah, um, it, it's actually, my husband's actually my boyfriend before I left pa. I see. So, there's <laughs> so, a connection. Yeah, there's so, a connection. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, five years and then I went back, we got married and then, um, so we started a family here and, yeah, um, every day is a uh, working Working process, <laughs> uh -huh. learning process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we married. We married late, so maybe your kids are already uh, have already graduated, and my kids are still in elementary. Parang ganon. <laughs> so how how's your parenting style, Donna? Are you Canadian in style or are you Filipino in style? How do you raise your kids? Uh, because Ate is already a twin, or no? She's already going to the teen uh, teen bracket. Yeah. yeah. She's, so how how are you going to manage that? So I have two kids. Yung isa, 12, panganay, girl, and then um, nine years old boy. And my daughter's always telling me, Mom, this is Canada. This is not Philippines. Because, yeah, of course, they always use the word po and opo. They always bless. We want them to, to always maintain that. But in some cases, like my husband and I are, are also talking about things like 
bakit parang masyadong advanced like in terms of you know the way they communicate with their parents as compared to how we were when we were their age it's totally different like the other day my daughter was telling me mom you have a lot of time in the afternoon what if you get another job so you can finance yourself if you want to go shop more and i was asking her what you're telling me to 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 work get another job and then she told me what if what if something happens to dad i told her don't worry that your dad has insurance and then mm. she told me mom you know you can't depend on insurance for life mm. you know those things i didn't know about insurance until maybe i was in college or maybe i was in here that's right it's no longer yeah. a- And that, uh, conversation, Donna, it's more about negotiation now. And I think children are aware that they have, you know, bigger voices now, that they have more rights mm-hmm. now, that they are free to share yeah. or voice out their opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, we're the kind of parents that we that acknowledge that. We, we want that. We want them to speak up. We want them to, to voice out their feelings, especially sa mga panahon ngayon when, you know, there's a lot of things happening sa mga kabataan na, you know, the depression thing is real, right? So, as much as possible, we want to be involved in in any way possible sa sa, sa buhay nila. Mm-hmm. To the point nga na, pumisa sobrang nakikialam ka na, but then, you know, wala namang gagawa sa kanila na na. And we always explain to them, we love you, that's why we're doing it to you. And I'm more of a parent rather than a friend. Mimi, Well, I, we can be friends. I do TikTok with you. We dance together. We hang out together. We bike together. Pero I don't care kahit magalit ka sa akin. Basta as a parent, I will do my job. I will, yeah. I will, yes, I will say things to you. And with regards to Filipino values, as much as possible, syempre, gusto namin yung to grow, like, appreciating their roots. And alam mo yan, yung parang Um, realizing that this is this is another country for us, this is another home, and we have another home back home. Parang ganon. Yeah, yeah. So really, it's a uh, parenting uh, is more challenging nowadays than before because before na natututay na sumunod, sumunod, sumunod sa magulang. Ngayon sumunod, sumunod sa sa anak minsan. So sometimes they make sense, and uh, sometimes you realize that. You know, there's a different viewpoint yeah. that you have to accept or you, that you have to know about or learn about. Um, so, Donna, mm-hmm. you mentioned that your work is early in the morning and then you would have to be home at around midday. So, what is the rest of your day looking like? Um, uh, do you also, uh, are you busy with some other community work or it's just to work around the house? Because you are quite different from the other moms that I have yeah. interviewed. Some of them do juggle everything during the day. But because of your job, it's quite different. The, yeah, your, your your schedule. I I always I always take time to nap to take a nap because you know I need that. I'm getting old. <laughs> I need to get some energy. <laughs> But also sometimes I do. I find time. I find time to to volunteer. Like um, before, I used to help out in the lunch program when my kids were smaller. But actually, they paid me. But Yeah, those things. And then sometimes I I bike, I shop, biglang <laughs> ganon. Linis the house. Ano pa ba? On I don't know. I'm so, I'm so busy. <laughs> I don't stay, mm. I don't stay in the house. Pero yeah, 
Um, before, I used to have a part-time job also working in a call center. But when my kids were smaller, you know, you have to pick them up at yes. a certain time. So, yeah. medyo broke na yung hours eh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, also maybe you've seen my mom and I who happens to be here with us now. Sometimes we do the TikTok, right? The... I really um, envy you like, and your mom. I really, really envy you and your mom. You're so talented. I'm your TikTok fan. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't know how your mom gets the energy to do that and to keep up with you, Donna. But um, hands down, I, I can't do what you're doing. <laughs> Donna, going towards the last part yeah. of, of our show today, I wanted to share with you a, a little letter because sometimes you remember during the olden um, olden times that we um, used to work together. I, I collect stories for the dramas that we create, and I've saved some of this. Yeah. And luckily, mm-hmm. because of email, I'm still able to access emails of old old time ago. So some of them are fairly new, some of them are wow. not so new. Um, so sometimes I inject it in this podcast because these people can learn a little thing or two from from our experience. Mm-hmm. And um, this is this is yeah. about a person who is from Talamba, Laguna, who wants to be an OFW. He only finished high school, 26 years old. They, uh, they live in a typical farm um, in in Laguna, and he wants to go abroad. And he he has taken some courses in Tesda. He wants to know. How to uh, how how what's the process like um, in in your place, mm-hmm. for example, in Winnipeg, in Manitoba? Can you give some advice on the types of jobs that are available there right now? I know it's COVID, but um, just in mm-hmm. case the restrictions are you know lifted and and they can start their application, what are some of the um, the jobs that are available and are there uh-huh. any opportunities for Filipinos to still become an OFW at least in your area? Yeah. Alam mo, alam mo Mimi, Canada kasi is open to immigration and we're still we're still lucky kasi ganun pa rin naman yung sistema uh, sa gitna ng COVID although uh, hopefully pag wala na yung COVID bumalik sa normal. I always say every time friends back home ask me Pwede ba akong pumunta sa Canada? You know, it's a very um, uh, welcoming country, I would say. It just depends on the person. And if I would give an advice to someone, especially to people who are young, the first thing that they should do is they should have that passion and interest na, na from themselves. Kasi it's so hard to depend on anyone, right? Like for mm-hmm. me, I applied here. Like, yeah, I have a cousin but it's actually you who should work so the, the very first thing that you should do is research yeah. check the website the immigration website um there's a lot of streams that they can use and check kung saan sila pwede mag-apply so it, here in manitoba if the if that person if that um guy or a person who's interested to come here has relatives or friends um there's this stream called um family stream where you can ask them to uh, you know give you support paper just support yeah. paper so they can vouch that when you come here you have relatives to stay it's very important kasi kasi ayon ng government that when you come here you'll be dependent on them so very important sa kanila yon that's why they have a stream like that they mm-hmm. also have the employment stream where you find employers something like that and fortunately in Canada, it's not usually OFW na parang ganun na apply mo as a temporary workers eh. Kasi you can you can already a- apply as permanent residents. Like oh, pag wow. punta mo rito, 
yeah, immigrant ka na, permanent resident. But the thing is, you have to study which one of those dreams apply to you. So in my case, I came to Canada. There's they have this family um family stream in the under the nominee program. So what I did that I asked my cousin um to give me a, a support paper. So he just signed and then I did everything. Mm. And then of course, when you apply for for papers like that, for visa and everything, you need to be prepared. You have to save. Like if you have a dream to go abroad, kailangan ngayon pala nag-iipon ka na. Kasi mini, right. it's not a joke. It's a lot of money. You it cannot is. depend na, lang sa kapitbahay mo, relatives mo na nasa ibang bansa to help you out. You have to work it uh, for yourself, di ba? <laughs> so, so, yun, yun, so, 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 yun. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, yun, primarily, you know, sa so may so 16 years ko narito, there's a lot of friends, relatives, nephews, nieces who have already na parang napapagod na rin ako magkwento sa kanila paano yung, paano yung procedure. And there's not much talagang nagpatuloy. Kasi, nagigiva up sila eh. Mm. So, if you really want to do it, you have to pursue it. At ikaw lang makakagawa niya sa sarili mo. Yeah. Alam ang ganda. Yun. Ang ganda. I really, really like your advice, na. Kasi it's it's yeah. hard. It's, it's hard. Not, People like the idea of moving overseas, but when they realize what amount of time, effort, and financial resources are required to make that happen, na shashak na sila. And it's the same with me. I went to New Zealand, and now I live in Australia. People are asking me, "What's the process? How did you do it?" Da 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 da. So ako naman, it's hard to teach somebody who can't see beyond their filters. So no matter what mm-hmm. I say to them, unless na they start the process by looking at the computer and studying it themselves, ang hirap talaga yung space. So I really, really understand what you are trying to say. So medyo yeah. relate much ako dyan. I can really relate to that. Donna, I can see that your background is starting to uh, change oh, um, now. <laughs> yeah, so siguro around, anong time na ba? The sun sets now around 8.20 and believe ah, okay. it or not, sometimes Sometimes 10 p.m. naka-shades pa kami pag oh, summer. <laughs> Pero ang ganda, nag, nag-shift, na yung, um, nag-shift na yung background mo. I can already see some of your lights um, emphasizing the, the beauty of your flowers. And then, oh, the, you, you have now your house lights on. <laughs> but you still look radiant. So, so, uh, so I think, Donna, it's time for me to um, really, um, you know, the podcast won't be on and on and on and on. I wish I could uh, do it again. I hope you don't mind if I invite you again. For another topic or a part two but um i need to end the show now donna so i would like to really thank you very much for uh being with me and uh it's nice to talk about um your experience there in canada so you are one of those who can prove that with your chaga with your resilience with your <laughs> determination and with your passion you can make it anywhere it doesn't have to stop where you were before but you can move mountains and you can go thousands of miles to, to, to be in another country. So again, thank you, Donna. Do you have any last words to say to our viewers today? Well, first of all, to you, Mimi, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to, to, to your viewers and to your millions of A viewers. Million. So, in the future. In the future, yes, in the goal. And you know, I've always, uh, I've always missed you, and uh, you're one person I really look up to. I'm not really yung tipong kakaiba. I just, I just, I just 
you know, may mga ano rin tayo, may mga weaknesses, lahat tayo, iba-iba. Everybody is unique. Yeah, I always, I always tell my children, you have to find that passion, something that you really love to do. Kasi hindi ka mapapagod gawin yun eh. Like, even in the workplace, kahit ordinaryong pagwawalis lang ang ginagawa mo, but if you are the best sweeper, and you do your best, you do your function to be the best sweeper, or kahit ano pang field of work, and you're happy to do it, and, and you feel na, alam mo yung parang may dignity yung kad dun sa ginagawa mo, it's, I think that that's when you, you can say that you're really a successful person. Yeah, wow, very inspiring words, Donna, and thank you for that. I hope that our younger uh, viewers will, um, you know, take heed and uh, keep that in mind for their future plans. So thank you again, Donna, and for the rest of our viewers, if you have any stories or topics that you wish to feature in the show, please reach out to me via my email, mimi at dinosaurshow.com. Samut Sari is a member of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, so you can also reach out to the Dinosocial Facebook page or to my Twitter account. Don't forget to like, subscribe to all the Gorilla Podcast uh, shows and obviously to Samut Sari Conversations with Mimi. So I am on YouTube, so you can easily um, reach out to me. So Donna, thank you so much. Um, and um, make sure that uh, if you are streaming, uh, maybe Donna's... Um, website or her radio show uh, is available in the internet and uh, Samutsari shows naman are available through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and all the other streaming services. Thank you, Donna. Take care, everyone, and I'll see you soon in the next edition of Samutsari. Bye! If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out www.com guerillapodcast.com.au or guerillapodcast.com.ph A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com